0: Hey, good morning, Matt. Good morning, America. Well, that's right. I guess <laughs> <laughs> it's good afternoon where you
1: are in Italy these days. Yes, that's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> but it is morning here, relatively early, 10 a.m., coming at you with a special early morning um, edition of our crate digging series. This was, we had fun doing this last time. Again, this was kind of throwing it back to the old days where, you know, jazz fans would get together at the record store, dig through the crates of records and kind of, you know, find albums to recommend to each other. That's what what we're getting back to. You know, I've had enough with the algorithms, the streaming players telling me what I should listen to. So I thought, who better to call up than my friend, uh, Matt Micucci, online editor of Jazz's magazine. I'm Brian Zimmerman, by the way executive editor of uh, Jazz's Magazine. And yeah, it is uh, it is a special week for yeah. crate digging, um, at least here in the United States, Matt. We are in what has turned out to be election week. Uh, you know, we voted on Tuesday for the next president of the United States, and here it is Thursday, still waiting on results in some nail-biter uh, state scenarios. So... Yeah. Matt and I thought, you know, maybe we could, of course, turn to jazz to settle our turbulent minds um, and talk about some albums, recent albums, not so recent albums that speak to just the political theater and themes of politics or even more so elections. So that's what we're going to be getting into today. As always, we encourage everyone watching, if you would like to participate, tell us about an album you know you may be listening to to at least get you through this tense election cycle uh, let us know in the comments let us know in the comments we'd be happy to read it on air um, another big announcement Matt is that uh, as you know a lot of people are watching this right now on Facebook and uh, YouTube starting Monday right uh, we will be moving exclusively to YouTube for the live version. Of these videos, okay. So these will be taking ex- taking place exclusively on YouTube. Um, of course, we will repost the video later on Facebook. But if you want to get involved, if you want to share some albums with, if you want to ask questions to our guest, the place to do that is going to be on our YouTube channel, uh, the Jazz Is YouTube channel. Um, but with that, Matt, I mean, you've hmm. probably been keeping an eye on uh, from afar of what's been going on here.
1: Oh yeah, down to the wire when it comes to this election. It's amazing. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. The drama, the the drama is is incredible. It's intense. As an outsider looking in, obviously outsider to a certain extent, (laughs) let's face it. But we're all connected in some way. Uh, But yeah, and uh, definitely, it's getting intense. But what you were saying about the crate digging tradition, it's really starting to feel like the. The older days, because, um, you know, different parts of the world, including here in Italy, where I am right now, record stores will actually be closing again uh, if not, they're not already closed in parts of the country. So the physical act of actually going through the different albums and just seeing what you can discover. I mean, that's just one of the things that we may be missing out on yeah. uh, during lockdown. So uh, let's at least try to replicate some of that feeling with this, this, feels this new kind of this feels healthy
0: yes yes and and uh we've already got some people saying hello smooth jazz family good morning to you too Marilyn. hello from san diego hello to you and jennifer is letting us know kamaski washington's heaven and earth is helping her get through the stress of this uh prolonged election cycle so thank you jennifer yeah great recommendation um all right matt uh we are going to i guess start with your first album Mm. Um, and so I pulled it up. We could show the uh,
1: album cover there.
0: <laughs> I hope that was your first album. If not, we may be
1: jumping the gun. Oh, it's, that's okay. I, I yeah, definitely. I mean, we're starting with a big one here because uh, <laughs> the reason why I picked this song, I actually highlighted uh, one of the songs from this album for the daily sort of uh, song of the day uh, feature. And I'll talk about that a little later. But of course, Jill Scott Heron uh, was a true poet, uh, as well as an uh, acclaimed singer-songwriter and uh, alongside his musical parter, partner, uh, Brian Jackson, he really crafted a hard-hitting blend of soul, jazz and funk that actually ended up uh, being hugely influential for the birth of hip-hop um, and he did it already with a studio debut uh, from 1971 titled uh, Pieces of a Man and um, yeah, but but I feel what really makes the album timeless aside from music is the words themselves uh you know whether sung or recited in spoken word performances they really reflect the uncomfortable truths about society politics and even mental health or substance abuse all of these really uh, really real things i would say uh and that remain relevant to this day now he would continue to release powerful music in the years to come but the reason why i chose this album is that as I hinted at earlier, is because I've been listening to, uh, you know, the opening song of this album. The ultimate, not the first, mind you, recording of The Revolution Will Not Be Televised, uh, which really spoke about uh, the the lack of media coverage uh, for Black communities. And it's um remains one of the most iconic revolutionary songs of all time, I think. Uh, but overall, the album itself, I pulled out a quote about uh, um, about just to back up what I'm about to say, because it really reflects what I feel Scott Heron uh, saw as the role of being a poet. Uh, he really saw it as a I actually didn't pull out the quote, I can't find it, but he saw it as being a spokesperson for the community uh, that he or she uh, is a part of so really representing that community through words through poetry very cool all right good way to lead us off it's a good foot to start on now matt
0: i took this crate digging challenge a little more literally than you everyone knows who watches this podcast knows you are the poetic one you are the romantic i'm the rube (laughs) who takes everything literally so i was looking for (laughs) i was looking for Albums that had to deal specifically with elections, and we saw a slate of those released this election cycle and the, the last one um, in 2016. Uh, so I am going to start my crate digging with this album here from saxophonist Ted Nash. Ted Nash was a part of the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra. He released this album in September of 2016. It is called uh, with a big band. It's called the T- the Presidential Suite eight uh, meditations on freedom. Um, This was a really cool album because what Ted did was he analyzed, um, I'm sorry, eight variations on freedom. What he did was he analyzed speeches by famous uh, American and international leaders, many presidents among them. Analyzed those speeches for unique musical patterns, cadences, rhythms. In the speech itself, um, and then translated those cadences and those patterns into big band compositions. Um, and so the album unfolds just like that. It actually features the speech itself, read by, it's got a lot of uh, uh, really nice cameos on here Douglas Brinkley, Glenn Close, Deepak Chopra, Joe Lieberman, Dave Miliband, uh, Sam Watterson, a bunch of others, uh, and alternates the reading of the speech with the big band. In- interpretation of that speech and of course in ted's hands you know those speeches just become these wonderful orchestral, uh, you know, musical statements. It features, as you would expect, a lot of players from the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra. So Wynton Marsalis is on trumpet, Ryan Kaiser is on trumpet, Victor Goines on reeds, Sherman Irby on reeds. You know, a lot of familiar faces if you're a fan of the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra. Um, But this was a really important album when it was released in September, again, just before the election. And it was played On the radio, in a lot of cases, a lot of public radio stations held special, you know, commissioned airings of this piece. And it would go on to win the Grammy for uh, Best Jazz, Large Ensemble Jazz Album in 2017. Um, And Spoken at Midnight uh, won the Grammy for Best Instrumental Composition. And Spoken at Midnight... um, uh, I believe was an interpretation of a Franklin D. Roosevelt speech. So yeah, we're talking elections, we're talking presidents, we're talking to leaders. This was the first album to come to mind. So this is the first album I dug from the crate. Uh Ted Nash, Big Man, Presidential Suite.
1: Wow, I'd never heard of that. That's fascinating. Yeah. I yep. gotta September check that 2016.
0: out. 2016. Highly oh. recommended. Wow. All right, man. So let's move on to your next album on the list. You tell me what it is, and I'll pull it right up, man.
1: Oh, well, why don't we go with uh, Dave Brubeck? There you go. Uh, So we are fast approaching the 100th anniversary of the great Dave Brubeck. So I figured that it would just, you know, be appropriate to kind of choose uh, an album of his. Actually, uh, this is interesting because I would define this as a jazz operetta in a way. The libretto, which was written by Dave and Iola Brubeck. And was inspired by the Jazz Ambassadors program. I got to be careful with this album because uh, I've, I've been familiar with it for quite a while. And I'm just fascinated with the entire thing. Anyways, uh, so I, can, I might get carried away. I'll try to keep it brief and short and sweet. Uh, so... Yes, it was inspired by uh, the Jazz Ambassadors program, which I'm sure uh, most jazz fans are uh, familiar with. It it was essentially a program uh, that ran from the late 50s to the early 60s, uh, through which the United States sought to improve its image abroad, so uh, particularly in light of criticism for its racial inequality, uh, by promoting concerts uh, in different countries of jazz greats of the time. Louis Armstrong was the jazz ambassador. And so there's pictures of him going to these different places all over the world uh performing as a jazz ambassador. And essentially he is the protagonist or a version of him is a protagonist of this operetta and I, I, I I'm calling it uh, The Real Ambassadors, and he plays the lead role in it. Uh, so it, we we do hear him singing and uh, playing his trumpet alongside just a star-studded lineup. So many names involved in this production. Uh, the sad news is, though, that we do have a version of this album. Uh, it was recorded in the studio in 1961. And uh, But but really, I feel like the uh, a live performance, the premier live performance that took place at the Monterey Jazz Festival a year later in 1962 would have been the ideal version of this album. The one that we should have actually had because its energy probably would have been much more powerful. We don't have it. Unfortunately, Brubeck didn't have the $750 or so or $780, I can't remember exactly the sum that was required for the album to have been recorded. So, and that's a sad fact in itself. I mean, he didn't have $780 to record his album with. It's almost hard to believe this is Dave Brubeck. But um, anyways, but uh, bottom line is we don't have the historical uh, recording of this particular performance nobody else seems to have recognized its performance at the time however like i said we do have a version of this album and if you do decide to listen to it i would suggest actually listening to it like an album is supposed to sort of be uh, heard from start to finish because there is a narrative that's quite gripping and uh, it's witty it's it uh, but also like I said, powerful, it talks, speaks a lot of truth, and there's some really, really interesting moments uh, within it that sort of paint a picture of what was happening in America at the time.
0: Yes, and yet a great listen for this very moment as well. Uh, So good pick for the second album from The Crate, Matt. Uh, I must make a correction before we move on. The song Spoken at Midnight. Uh, that won the Grammy from the Ted Nash album, was an interpretation of a speech by uh, Jawaharlal Nehru, first prime minister of India, not Franklin D. Roosevelt. My eyes were crossed. I couldn't get it right, but important correction to the record. Uh, A great song and a great album. The next one on my list is going to be here. Let's see if we can pull it up. All right, trying to get both sides. We're going to stay. There's a common theme here for me. Uh, there's a six degrees of, of Wynton Marsalis here. Uh, but this <laughs> one was an album that came out in, uh, I believe, 2018 by Delphio Marsalis, the trombone playing brother of Wynton Marsalis called "Okay, Make America Great Again. <laughs> Controver- yeah, controversial title title for this album, a really great album, and in interviews, Delphio had explained that you know a lot of the songs for this album were composed, um, or, or were, were kind of cobbled together through road performances, and as the band would perform this repertoire. They would decide which albums to in, which songs to include on the album, and as they were finalizing the repertoire, uh, they had asked an audience, a live audience, "What do you think we should call this album?" And I, this was in the early stage of kind of the twenty sixteen race, and somebody shouted out, "Make America Great Again." Um, Delphio Marsalis and the Uptown Jazz Orchestra ran with this title. And, you know, in subsequent interviews, people would ask, you know, is that's a controversial title. May it be off-putting to some people? Um, And very much to Delphio's credit, he said, you know, look, people have to learn to see beyond the headline, beyond the title, beyond the cover, um, and really delve into – The substance of the thing um just like you have to do with the people um so he stuck with the title and again i mean the the album covers a a wide range of thematic topics um uh, it features narration by wendell pierce actor wendell pierce who's you know again the, the title track make america great again is this ode to you know diversity and overcoming oppression um and really not what you would expect from the title of of the album you know uh, make america great again necessarily um not to mention it is just absolutely swinging jazz you know in the kind of traditional new orleans style uh which Delphio just executes so well um so yeah i thought this was an important album again even now for kind of Seeing beyond uh, title, headline thinking, uh, you know, learning to proceed beyond, beneath, uh, first impression, initial thought. um, Because I think whatever the outcome of this election, we're going to have to learn uh, to do that, you know, as a country here. So um, that's why I selected this album. I I think it's just an important uh, lesson uh, for us to all kind of, you know take to heart um as we move forward again with whatever happens with this election election so that was number two on my list delfio
1: marcellus and the uptown jazz orchestra making america wow. great again you mentioned wendell pierce there and uh i just uh, news newsflash <laughs> if anyone hasn't heard he will be actually interpreting bb king in an upcoming biopic so uh i just thought i'd throw that out there
0: that's very cool yeah wendell <laughs> and the jazz lincoln center orchestra um and the Marsalises, in particular, uh, collaborate frequently. And Wendell actually just lent again, his narration skills to a, an album by Wynton Marsalis and the jazz and Lincoln orchestra called the ever funky lowdown, oh, which yeah. is kind of this musical kind of operatic thing where there's this character of a con man who, anyway, you could, you could, you know, take that however you wish allegorically, but, uh, another great collaboration between Wendell Pierce and, uh, Jazz and Lincoln Center Orchestra and Wynton Marsalis, so I want to throw that out there as a bonus album. But all right, Matt, where right. uh, where are we going for you? Which album am I
1: digging from the crate, the digital crate? Well, let's get to more contemporary times. Uh, actually, very contemporary times. This album that I will be talking about is from two years ago. Yeah, 2018. I can still do a little bit of math. Uh, it's from it's by Mark Ribot, and it's "Songs of Resistance." Uh, 1942 to nine to 2018 that's great i almost forgot the, the title of the album now it's it's funny because i have been listening to this album a lot actually uh in preparation of the uh, u.s elections uh, because i hadn't uh I, I i remember listening to it when it came out but uh then i hadn't listened to it for a while this album essentially is uh i see it as a response to and a reflection um on the first two years of the Trump administration, as well as a response to the sort of hostilities that it generated, uh, especially among people and cultures. In fact, this is an album that really draws inspiration from traditions uh, of different cultures. And what better way to represent the energy of multiculturality than just by a uh, true the power of music and especially via a program that is as varied as the one that is presented in this album. So while some of the tracks are definitely closer to folk rock, some of them even seem directly inspired by people like Bob Dylan. Anyways, jazz is certainly present from right from the start. The opening track is a sort of an avant jazz, I would call it, uh, or definitely sort of jazz take on a traditional a traditional black american hymn we are soldiers in the army which i think is very powerful lyrics and um and, but among my favorite tracks is actually a version of uh, Paquita paquita del barrio's rata de dos patas which means rat with two legs and uh, was originally written i think i'm not entirely sure if anyone knows comment in the section below i tried to research a little bit I think it was about a breakup, but in this version, uh, the rat with two legs, you can guess who it is, but it's the most joyful song ever. And Just the entire song is basically just insults, just figuring out ways to insult a person. <laughs> just the most inventive ones, but it's so joyful. It's the, it's a delight. I, you got to listen to it. Rata de dos patos. But yeah, just um, bottom line, obviously that's a reference to Uh, Trump's uh, controversial attitude towards Mexico and so on. Uh, Great album. uh, So much fun. Each song is just very different from the next. Uh, There's some references to past songs, but also I should say that there are original compositions as well. So thumbs up.
0: Yeah, I'll definitely have to dig that album out again. Give it another listen. I actually saw Mark Ribot perform tracks from this album at the Montreal Jazz Festival in 2018. Prior to its release, uh, it's super moving stuff you, to, to oh, see man. live, as you could imagine. Um, and just from a, a purely technical standpoint, you know, um, Mark Ribot is such a creative player with his left hand in terms of his cording and his facility, his ability to ar- articulate on uh, the fretboard, because, fun fact, he is left handed. Um, learning to play guitar, he only had the right hand, so again, like Bill Evans, who gets so creative in his courting because he is left-handed, uh, ditto for Mark Ribot, gets super creative on that fretboard, the more you know um, yeah. anyway, I will go ahead and pull up my next album here, this is another recent one, you have seen it before, uh, but again I have stuck with the theme uh, purely of elections and it has been fun to kind of see how this album has played out uh, it is really Regina Carter's Freedom Band, Swing States, Harmony in the Battleground, Um, okay? And this was a very cool concept album released this year. Regina Carter, violinist, um, decided to put together a compilation of songs having to do with these swing states, you know, traditional swing states in American elections, States that are, you know, up for grabs when it when it comes to their electoral votes and their political leanings. Um, she has put together a fantastic band for this album. Uh, in addition to herself, she has John Deversa on trumpet. John has d- been doing some amazing, amazing things out of the University of Miami with that program there, including winning some Grammys. Um, John Batiste on keyboards, Alex Quadrado on bass, Kabir Sagal, and Harvey Mason on drums. So, you know, it's a little bit of an interesting mix. Harvey Mason has that strong fusion background, but. The guy can really play it all. So it's a nice kind of mix of voices in the ensemble itself. Um, And then in terms of the repertoire, again, she picks songs that are culturally and historically and traditionally um, associated with these swing states. So what do I mean by that? Um, She's got the tune Pennsylvania on there for Pennsylvania. And wow, watching this election play out, Pennsylvania has certainly turned into a swing state and can still swing either way. Swanee River on there for Florida. My in my uh, personal opinion is that Florida is becoming less and less of a swing state. But uh, Rocky Mountain High for Colorado, Dancing in the Streets for Michigan, and again, you know, kind of harkening back to the the Motown style, the Motown days, and yeah, that one was dead on. Um, Georgia on my mind for Georgia um, again. So it's it's kind of a cool listen, especially now. Um, and you know, maybe if if uh, you're so inclined, you could put it on. Play one song and hopefully, you know, get one state to swing whichever way you want it to go. But uh, the overall message with these swing states is that, you know, we are united by a common uh, music you know, all of us in in swing um, and not just in the jazz sense, but, you know, I was talking to a record producer about this the other day. Swing as an element of music is just kind of the animus, the life force that makes it move, that makes you move, that resonates inside you. That's universal. And I think that's the ultimate message of swing states here, but uh, a great listen, especially now as here in America, we are rating on results from these very
1: swing states. So that was yeah. uh, that one. I certainly had to dig from the crate. <laughs> I always thought that swing states were just states that like Benny Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's every state. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs>
0: All, All right. All right, man. I think I've got one more for you, right?
1: Yes, we do. Okay, so uh, this is a new album because I, I, you know, two of my albums at least were from the past, so I thought I wanted to highlight a new album uh, that is, doesn't really have much to do with politics. <laughs> so and I hey, kinda...
0: you need that right now. We all yeah. need the distraction. Oh, good God. I think every single one of us was probably up till, you know, the wee hours of the morning on Tuesday. We were zombies on Wednesday. We're still zombies today. So sometimes you need the distraction.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, But it is sort of uh, appropriate because it's only um, a few days after uh, the Day of the Dead. Uh, El día de los muertos, I believe. That's right. That's how you say it. I'm not sure if anyone, please uh, yeah, don't judge be. me for my pronunciations. Uh, uh, what what better way to celebrate it than by just talking about? Uh, we've already mentioned this this album that I'm going to talk about. Actually, it's um it, it, we we mentioned it in our 10 albums uh, list where video where we listed 10 noteworthy albums uh, that were released last month. It's by Tino Contreras, one of Mexico's most celebrated. Um, jazz artists uh, over 90 years old, still able to drum in an amazing way. Uh, La Noche de los Dioses, so uh, Night of the Gods. So I, we've already ca- I, we already talked about it in the previous video, but I've had a chance to listen to it. I've listened to it quite a lot uh, over the past few days. Uh, and uh, I just wanted to point out a couple of things about it. First of all, the tracks from this album are from his past, but in revisiting them, they definitely sound very modern and uh, and and uh, what what really strikes me is just the way he plays. His expressive drumming is just one of a kind. It's amazing. It's unique. And he really, and so what he does is each of these tracks it feels like you are entering a world. Uh, So the theme uh, obviously implies spirituality but here, unlike many other releases that we talk about in these videos, we talk about in our articles, spirituality here is intended almost to be fun. It's an exploration. Uh, Sure, there is solemnity in it but you really feel like you're sort of just visiting a world that's strange mysterious and it's sort of the fun there's a siren I don't know if you can hear Uh, it's sort of a fun world that you're uh, visiting and inhabiting and it's really wonderful to kind of get to do that through the power of this music Uh, and of course uh, you know it's it, it puts an adventurous twist uh, to the track, but but I also it's fun to to see the connection between this album, and uh, I I feel like this is the kind of jazz album that would appeal to also rock fans, uh, because although it's not uh, outright rock, you can definitely hear uh, how a guy like Tino Contreras definitely uh, influenced many rock musicians as well throughout his career, and he's still going strong. Uh, so, uh, definitely wanted to, to point out that this is one of the newer releases that you should definitely check out.
0: Very cool. Nice pick. Um, and yeah, like I say, it's always good, um, to, you know, if you need to, again, just take your mind off all the election stuff, uh, put on something that has nothing to do with it, but funny, my final pick too has crossover appeal to, pop and rock and and certainly country bluegrass folk americana fans as well. Um it is an album that came out in 2018 and we'll pull it up here. And again you may have seen it on our site jazzes.com certainly before but it is again I'm going back to the Jazz and Lincoln Center Orchestra. It's the album United We Swing. Um, it's the Wint Marsalis Septet. This was a benefit album put out, um, in support of the Jazz at Lincoln Center educational programs. Um, so it was a really wonderful album. Um, what was so cool about this album was that it featured so many non-jazz guests. Um, so just some backstory, it was recorded between 2003 and 2007 reaches pretty far back. This stuff had been in the can for a while. Between 2003 and 2007 was released in uh, 2018. Um, and the idea was to kind of put America's voices together. So iconic singers from all over the map. And to that effect... I mean, check out this roster of guest stars here. It kicks off with a uh, tune featuring the Blind Boys of Alabama. Immediately follows that up with a tune featuring Bob Dylan. It takes a lot to laugh, it takes a train to cry. Um, And super importantly, uh, Ray Charles is featured on this. You know, Ray passed away in 2004. But again, this material spans back to 2003. So what a treat to hear Ray Charles with the Jazz and Lincoln Center Orchestra. But a whole bevy of names here. Eric Clapton is on this disc. Audrey McDonald, Willie Nelson, John Mayer, Lyle Lovett, who I've been listening to a lot lately. Uh, The Cowboy Poet or the Poet Cowboy, whatever they call him. Um, James Taylor, Lenny Kravitz, Jimmy Buffett, another favorite of mine. And, you know, I will proudly admit that Um, Susan Tedeschi and Derek trucks are on this album. Um, It's, it's a wonderful program. You get that live feel from being at, uh, you know, the jazz and Lincoln center orchestra. So again, Matt, you mentioned early on, we're here in lockdowns and, you know, we're all kind of craving live music, live interaction of any sort. Um, This album very much has that feel. Um, So, yeah, this is this is my fourth and final choice. Again, a a not so oldie uh, came out in 2018, but featuring that material from Jazz at Lincoln Center Spanning. All the way back to 2003, um, and again, just such an important sentiment. United we swing. It's an important thing to keep in mind during this election cycle. Um, and yeah, again, crossover. This is a good one to share with your friends who may, uh, you know, want to get into jazz. Um, you know, coming from the worlds of rock and pop and blues and all that kind of stuff. So, I had to dust that one off from the crate. But I believe that does it for us, Matt. That that was that was all the albums dug
1: from the crate, huh? wow that spins that was so much fun that was a good <laughs> it puts one a, it puts a fun spin on politics totally <laughs> and that was the uh, yes and anything we could do to put
0: a fun spin on politics now is uh much needed but uh thank you everyone for watching and again like we say we're going to continue with these thematic crate digging sessions so we encourage all of you watching Dig through the crates yourself, let us know uh, what albums you've been listening to. Uh, uh, another reminder though, starting next week, we will be, oh thank you Jennifer, I'm glad you liked the choice, and thank you for watching. Um, remind Jennifer and everybody watching that starting next week, again, the live portion, if you wanna comment, you know, if you wanna like, if you wanna ask questions, that's gonna be exclusively on the Jazz's YouTube page. So uh, that's where we're doing all the live stuff. We will of course, repost the videos on our facebook page but so you can absolutely watch them there however you won't be able to interact with us um and that's something we love about these shows so follow us on over to the jazz is youtube page uh follow us click subscribe so that you know when we're going live sign up for our newsletter uh on jazzes.com that's where we blast out you know a lot of the videos you may have missed uh that's where you can sign up to you know watch our uh 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 or you can read our digital issues, one of which just came out uh, featuring Russell Ferrante of the Yellow Jackets. A lot of cool stuff happening on jazzes.com. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for today's crate digging. Matt, thanks for joining me, man.
1: Been a pleasure.
0: All right, Matt, have a great afternoon and uh, we'll head back into this election week. Here we go. So long, everybody.